0: Hey
1: everybody, it's Tardy to the Party, another episode of the Pop Culture Podcast, where words don't work. Uh, He's Bill, I'm Daniel, and we're going to fill our pop culture holes with movies we haven't seen. This week, we are going to talk about the... Uh, what is it, 1983 Mover Victor Victoria.
2: And it's bullshit. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs> Goodbye. So now, I was Tardy to the Party. Keep feeling them home. Um, <laughs> Daniel wanted to leave the audience guesting, so he didn't want me to just come in <laughs> slamming the movie, but, man, fuck Victor Victoria! Why did you pick this garbage, garbage if movie? I, seriously, if I had if remembered it was a Blake Edwards movie yeah. before, because,
1: like, last- No, you said that last we, last time we recorded. You're like- was it?
2: Yeah, you're like, it is a Blake Edwards movie. Or maybe something like that, but <laughs> maybe I was, like, hoping against hope, but, like, Blake Edwards is, is, is officially a fucking hack. We, we can lay this out on the... I feel bad because I know a lot of people who have grown up with this movie who this is a big deal to them. It's got... And I think that's because this movie is old and they are old and... You did take a shitload of notes. It's got a fucking 96% on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't... I get... What? 96%? Did you look at the movie version or like the yeah. fucking play version? Yeah, the movie fucking 96% approval did you see based a the based off the silent film maybe they're talking about the silent film no they were talking about this version <sighs> so what did you not like about this movie? everything we will talk. We gotta find everything. something good about this movie I love the cast <laughs> the cast is I think that's part of the thing that angers me so much about this movie not even anger it's just apathy it's just uh, nothing it's... it's 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 two hours and 14 minutes uh, was it? Yeah. That's as long as a fucking Lion in Winter. It's and at least shit went down terrible. in a Lion in Winter. Um, I yeah, guess. the ca-
1: I don't feel like the cast worked well together. Like, the way that uh, Music Man reads his dialogue yeah. and then the way Mary Poppins read her dialogue, they don't mesh. Yeah. They don't bounce off each other well. They don't play together. There's
2: something about the whole movie where none of the pieces seem to m- work together, at least for me. I, again, for other and people, like, I'm halfway sure...
1: through what's-his-name shit lord director he's like
2: i'm gonna change this into slapstick comedy
1: it's just everything about okay, this movie so is bad
2: this is all i knew about this movie it's mary poppins she has she's a lady who has to pretend to be a guy pretending to be a lady to be to be a successful performer somewhere um so i thought the whole thrust of the movie was going to be about her and her shit and trying to you know keep our identity hidden and all the like the crazy hijinks that were going to stem from that. No, halfway through the movie, she fucks Jennifer, uh, not Jennifer, Jennifer Jason Lee. <laughs> yeah, it's that. Yeah, <laughs> Jennifer Jason Lee just slumps in from Hateful Eight and just fucks her brains out. Uh, no, she stops. Uh, I guess we're going to her ourselves, but she stops uh, uh, the fucking Maverick. Yeah, and that kind of lets all the air out of the drama. And then the movie comes as much about oh no, Maverick thinks he's gonna. He thinks everyone's going to think he's gay, and that's not like, what I came to Victor Victoria for. Was fucking. Murderous I, gang lord. I was being gay panic shit. I was so worried you were gonna be like, "No, man, this
1: movie's got Mary Poppins in it. It's good." No, I was so she's worried. She's not even I was, good in this movie. I was like, "Is this like, do I just think this movie's boring just because it's boring, or like, no, is this well, an actual thing, bad movie?" Even the
2: performer she's supposed to be doing, she's doing all this hot, funny jazz stuff, and she's not that kind of performer. Which is funny because that's like what. When she goes for her first audition in the movie, that's what she's told. But she never disproves them wrong, because she's still just like she yeah, she sings well and she does all the dance numbers well. But I don't believe her for a moment being like the most rambunctious, funny to yeah, watch. Yeah, it's always
1: hard. Okay, well let's just get into it and we'll, yeah, we'll exactly. Cover this yeah, shit as we go, it happens. In- I've got
2: two notes. You've got two hundred. So this is gonna be interesting. <laughs> it
1: happens. Takes place in Paris in nineteen thirty-four. Yeah. So this is slightly after World War One, <laughs> right before World War Two.
2: Is nineteen thirty-four Paris, huh? Just because yeah. it's obviously, like, an indoor set. Oh, this I'm is like... the
1: most indoor set I've ever and seen. it looks 80s as fuck because everything's is all flatly terrible. lit. terrible, yeah.
2: And that's even before you see people. And, how and like, all people made are up walking of...
1: around acting all cold. And it's, it's like, no, 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 no. no, no, this, no. this is not looking. Movie, you already didn't even earn uh, your own shit yet, yeah. And we're introduced to the music man, Tully. uh,
2: man, Which I've only seen him in a couple things. Well, again, half the reason I wanted to see this movie because I love the cast. I love Mary Poppins. Yeah. I love James Garner. I honestly cannot remember Mary Poppins' real name right now. (laughs) Just how badly I want to stop Julie Andrews. that All I can see is her face, but not her name. Uh, But yeah, and I love Robert Preston. I love the music man and he's fucking fantastic in that. Mm -hmm. And It's kind of depressing to see him just kind of slum his way through this movie. Except they, I think they both got awards for this people. yeah we'll talk stupid. about it yeah
1: but we're introduced to him and he's waking up in bed with some paul rudd some pretty yeah paul, with paul rudd some some pretty boy yeah and it's like oh he's gay oh and he gave that guy a lot of money to sleep with him And he's like yeah. you got your money's worth i think
2: we both got my money's worth no um took I mean, me a moment to realize he's gay though i thought maybe he was just kind of like I don't know if he, he was just like, a, I don't know what was going on. I was trying to give this movie way too much the benefit <laughs> of the doubt. Yeah. Um.
1: So, But then he leaves his house and like goes to the club he works at. And Julie Andrews is there auditioning. Uh,
2: we never see this club again
1: after this. No, we this, do. do. we? Is this yeah, the same club that, that everyone club ends up working at yeah, for the rest of the movie? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, well, no, but yes. This is the other club. This oh, okay, isn't... Because yeah.
2: um, uh, he gets fired. Spoilers, but... Yeah, this isn't... You know. I, I did not go back to watch this a second time. So. What? Uh, two or two? You said two hours and 14 minutes? Yes. I wasn't even counting. Oh, my God. Because I kept hitting triangle on my oh
1: PS4 my to look at how much time <laughs> was left. Woof. Anyway. Uh, so, she's auditioning in there, and I, I can never suspend my disbelief in movies like this where you have a world famous world renowned singer auditioning at a place and yeah. they're like and hey, you're not good enough and it's like i'm sorry she's obviously like one of the best singers of her time in their
2: auditioning well they and make a point about how off. she's she's good but she's not good what the way cuz she she says so she even says something about being perfect and like the one guy says like honey you're like perfect we're not looking for perfect we're looking for whatever and so yeah, at least that's the, that's I still that's you you'd bullshit. think you could find something for her to do yeah. exactly yeah it's it's just bullshit even if you're just trying to class up the joint a little bit it's uh, yeah and yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll come back to that later because especially she's p- hungry enough she's like almost willing to suck some dick for fucking... a fucking... ball. yeah
1: yeah um but he's like hey yo we can't use you because. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh,
2: Story point, I guess we have yeah. to go along with what the script says. And she's yeah. like,
1: "How dare you? I'm gonna leave, but before you do that, I'm gonna hit this high note and shatter your wine glass and yeah. walk out oh, all dude. indignantly." Yeah. And he's like, "What was that?" And he's like, "E flat," says the music man.
2: E flat, too. He gets all these pithy one liners, and the movie, the rest of the movie, is so flat that like his pithy one liners kind of like one eh. liners
1: think they're. Fantastic, but...
2: This goes back to...
1: There are things that, like, a
2: good queen would yeah. be like, uh-uh, that's... No, this, mm, is, this is... No. Little too. This is... You got Blake Edwards. He's a hack. He has no sense of art, or he... he this shows... This movie shows that this motherfucker is a straight dipshit white guy. This show... This movie has no sense of showmanship. I am curious now like it's... to,
1: like, see some of the Pink Panther movies, because that's... Every I know so many people, people who like love fucking... the Pink Panther comedy. Yeah. And I mean it's all slapstick. Maybe he's good at that.
2: Because he's not good at any. He's not good at any kind of pithy. Because he's not good work. at. He's not
1: good at drama. He's not good at romance. Yeah, this movie establishes that.
2: And even the little bit of slapstick in here is so broad and kind of. And it,
1: Well, it doesn't fit the fucking movie. Well,
2: he, the the, the, the grand the only other bit of slapstick we've seen him do is fucking. There was Japanese guy in fucking
1: <laughs> Breakfast at there... Tiffany's. I'll I'll let you know when I get to it, but yeah. there was one part that made me laugh. Uh, in I this wonder because there was
2: one part I thought was funny too. I wonder if it'd be the same yeah, thing. But maybe. yeah, and fucking uh, Music Man, his Heather hair is so feathered and with so much eyeshadow, like early eighties <laughs> yeah. makeup. He looks more like B. Arthur. Than oh, the there's
1: times man? where where Mary Poppins just has. Like well, she's dressed as a dude, but her makeup is just caked on. Yeah, like, which you can, can say see the just foundation the stage is an show, inch thick. It's it's 80s thick. production no, it's when values. they're just walking around outside and stuff, yeah. she just I'm like, take her makeup off, or at least give her the same makeup as you gave the dudes, because she's supposed to look like a dude. Mm-hmm. Who, just fuck. Yeah. Um. Anyway, we get the most disgusting scene I've ever seen in a movie of a fat dude eating a uh, pastry and it's like oh yeah oh it was fucking gross it's like a close-up and you can see his nose hair hanging out of his nose and he's all yeah, he's got fucking cream he's got all up, yeah, he's up he's got his nose and on, on his, his nose. nose and it's just like and and it's she, funny because they cut
2: back to it like another angle and he kind of goes over the eating the whole thing over again so you kind of have to see it twice yeah.
1: and like she's looking inside outside she is looking inside from outside and it's Established, she's very hungry. She's obvious that, that yeah, she's, like she's trying up. to get her job. I don't know if she, she was that rough off, her. No, she like, has no, you eaten. can tell that she is very poor because her glove has a hole in the finger. That's the way they establish that she's poor. She doesn't look it. No, yeah. They could have done so much to make her look like she's at her end of a rope. But no, she's just got a hole in her glove. That's, that's her big later thing. Later
2: on when she's actually eating at a restaurant, I wasn't quite sure if it was the whole poor thing like an act. Or if that's an act, why um, is she long stare longingly at a fat old guy eating in a so, yeah, she faints like, because she
1: wanted that food so bad. And yeah. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> Blake
2: Edwards, he's a hack. Yeah. <laughs>
1: So, they, people pick her up, and she moves on, and she goes back to the hotel she's staying at, Which, why
2: is everybody staying at
1: hotels?
2: Yeah. What they, yeah. I don't understand the... I guess and live an apartment building, that's kind of the closest thing, like, you would get in the 1930s, I guess. Yeah, but they're, like, oh, you afforded a, like, oh, we're
1: staying at the Ritz, why can't we get, in, like, a penthouse or something that... Why are we staying at a hotel? Yeah. Is it the um, hotel
2: manager that kind of gets all like, hey, I don't
1: anyway, Well, yeah. You got doubts yeah, about that, yeah. Um, the desk clerk runs into the office and, like, she's back. And he comes out and it's just sleep. Like, one of the only, f- one of the few people in this movie with an actual French accent, even though it's supposed to take place in France. Mm hmm. And he's all, you owe me two weeks of back pay. You said you were going to pay me on Tuesday. And then you said you were going to pay me on Wednesday. And then you'll say, and she's like, what's that? And he's got a bib on with fucking, fucking sauce everywhere. And he's like, oh, that's spaghetti. Right. She's, like, I said, she's like, you're eating and He's like, "Yeah, spaghetti and meatballs. And she's like, oh, fuck, fuck you for a meatball. It's like fucking movie.
2: I, I love the image of your voice just dropping down where I like d- dubbed <laughs> over her like, oh, oh fucking you, Suck boy. your dick through a fucking hole in the fence. And he like takes off his glasses. Like, oh. Yeah. And, and like,
1: they go into her room and it's, it's, it gets really uncomfortable. This scene is really uncomfortable and doesn't and Ken, really work. Again, with Blake Edwards, too, because you
2: can't trust Blake Edwards to make the he right starts, decision. He it's... starts
1: taking off his pants. I'm like, eh, uh, no. Is this no. going to be a rapey thing? Yeah. Well, I mean,
2: even then, even still technically, if he's fucking a lady just to give her a meatball, that's kind of like, you okay, know, that's fuck hey, girl, too, if you're like... going to say, hey,
1: I'll fuck you for a meatball, why not say, hey, I'll fuck you for this month's rent?
2: Yeah. <laughs> Go a little well, bit bigger first. Well, that's the Yeah, you're... The economy... Haggle. with your... The economy your, you're <laughs> establishing here is not working for you. Yeah, imagine... Yeah, oh. Yeah, but then she sees a cockroach on her bed,
1: and the cockroach is like, hey, cock block, boom. Yeah. And she freaks out and starts screaming. Almost throws
2: the guy across the room. Yeah. It's actually pretty... And yeah.
1: he leaves and is, takes her luggage is like, hey, when you pay me, you can get your stuff back.
2: Oh, that's right, because he's like, I don't want you leaving in the middle of the night. Yeah. Um,
1: and then we get one of the... Musical numbers in this movie, which is Music Man or Tully is his name singing Gay Perry about how gay, gay. Perry oh, he's is. actually because
2: I can't remember if it was a rehearsal, yeah. But he's, yeah act- he's, doing, no, he's, he's actually, actually doing yeah, he's, yeah, he's doing
1: it for free, yeah. Um. For He's real, this song that's utterly real. kind of schmaltzing around and kind yeah. of schmoozing around.
2: Again, the... but like, again, the way this is all produced and everything like that, there's no zipper pizzazz or like, yeah. this does not seem to be this the kind of the place like I would a... want
1: to be. This feels like an actual lounge act.
2: Yeah, you know you know what this kind of feels like in The Great Muppet Caper, when they go to the supper club, this is what it kind of feels like, and not in a good fun way. <laughs> This yeah. just feels like, this is gross, just boring adult bullshit. It's not, like, fun or <laughs> zippy, because you think gay French 1930s it would be, like, all kind of, like, really rambunctious and fun. Yeah. This movie could have used a little bit more Moulin Rouge, in, is all I'm saying. Mm. As much as I hate to say it,
1: but... So he sees the dude he was fucking at the start of that movie yeah. come in... Uh, with a lady and two other people, another couple.
2: They were bug- they come in loud, too. They're, yeah. like, talking. They're not trying to give him any space as yeah. a performer. Yeah. So then he starts throwing them shade and, like, insulting
1: them. I'm like, man, this is awfully petty. So, <laughs> Why'd
2: you get the guy who deserves it? He's a fucking dick. But, yeah, yeah, but
1: then a the fight breaks out and the whole place is thrown into a, a ruckus.
2: Uh, yeah, cops come and everyone scatters. And, and we yeah. go
1: to another scene of her in a restaurant, like being really
2: obnoxious, and the waiter, like, See, that's I, what was this supposed to be funny again? Blake Edwards, I he just does stuff and there's no real drive to it. It's just like, well, this is we got to fill up screen time, like, I and I'm like, not really going to think about this enough I feel to actually. Like this,
1: this waiter is supposed to be like, uh, he's funny because he's, yeah. he's frustrated with her and uh, she's ordering things. And he's yeah. like, is the roast ready? He's like, no, it takes 20 minutes, and she's like, it's chicken runnies like yes I'm like, no, hold the chicken
2: I get the idea that like she's supposed to be And
1: like there's be... this conversation about do you want your salad now or do you get two salads she's I just like make it one is big something. salad it's, like, what it's is... like quit wasting my time with this I shit. think
2: they're trying to show off that because she's poor she doesn't eat in a lot of fancy restaurants but she acts like someone who's never even heard of a restaurant before or how yeah. you order anything you think at some point it's just yeah it's just wasting the audience time it's it's artless
1: yeah um... and then we go back to the club we were just in and like the owner of the club is, like, super bloody, and, like, like somebody hit him on the top of his head, and yeah. he just had dried blood streaming <laughs> all over him. I'm like, comedy. Waka, waka, walk. Like, yeah, I was just slapping my knee the yeah. whole time, yeah. And he fires Tully because he instigated the whole thing, which, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, they closed yeah. him down for, what, a week or something like, like that? Something like yeah. And, fucking who cares. But... And... <laughs> So when he's walking home, he go, totally find, goes into the restaurant and, like, sits down with her.
2: Yeah, we re- he recognizes her. Yeah. Cause, well, I guess this, this all happens later on the same day because he's like, oh, yeah. hey, I recognize you from earlier this afternoon. I just got fired from that club, but you also you didn't get that gig. Yeah. Buy me a sandwich, essentially, and they're hanging out. And yeah, he's like, I'm bit. broke, but he's not broke. Yeah, well, that's why he kind of, like, he yeah, well, yeah. He's... Because later... He's like, they, stay, they hang up at her pla- at his place. Yeah, and he's like, I'll pay your bill at the place for you. It's yeah. so like, okay, so you're not broke. Yeah. Which, well, granted, that's just like, that's just a little detail stuff, but yeah, it still doesn't make like you like, <laughs> what's going on in this on? Yeah. Um... So yeah, more just restaurant hijinks until yeah, finally like she, she says just... to
1: order something and she's like, how are you going to pay for it? You're broke too. And she's like, I have a roach in my purse. I'm going to slip it in the salad and then we'll get the meal for free. And, well, and then a bunch of bullshit happens and it was boring. Cockroach gets and loose. And she puts a and... cockroach, the, the, cockroach in the salad and the maitre d comes up and is like, this has only happened three times before. And the two other times it was the person who put it in the salad and he's like you wouldn't you wouldn't be accusing this young lady of doing that and he's like no of course not and but while this argument is happening and they're obviously not going to let one of them get away with the pain yeah. because she's like you will pay for your meal but Monsieur, he, yeah, he's, he's yeah. a oh. but then the 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 cockroach climbs up a lady's leg who is credited in the credits as fat as lady fat screaming lady <laughs> That
2: may be the funniest part of
1: the whole movie. <laughs> Jeez. Well, <laughs> wow. Wait, nice casting there, guys. Oh, so yeah, she freaks out and, and essentially another whole, fracas starts at the, the restaurant. Whole, like one bug calls, causes everybody in the fucking restaurant, even though it had already been established. There was a cockroach in there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. One lady freaking out causes everybody to freak People out. People are punching each other and They're shit like that and, shit everywhere. And then, yeah, so they use man and Mary Poppins. Yeah. They just peace out. Yeah. And it's like, ugh,
2: ugh, ugh. Um yeah <sighs> so they go back to uh, uh, Music Man's apartment yeah. where Music Man suddenly has a cold now. Yeah, because they were outside in the cold for It summer. was freezing. Um,
1: and uh but they're hanging out and talking and having a grand old time and and while her, they're waiting for her clothes to dry. Uh-huh. Yeah. and she tries her clothes on, and they all shrunk you know. because they're cheap. Oh, boo, boo, boo. Is she
2: putting on Is like, so she, he ends up put, having her dress in his well, clothes. No. then he's like,
1: you'll stay here tonight, and tomorrow I will go pay your bill at the hotel and bring your stuff over here. Oh, okay. So you don't have to stay over there anymore. I, th- I was
2: probably note writing when I, yeah, I
1: kind of missed that part. And she's like, how can I repay you? And he was like, well, worry about that in the morning. Don't, blah, blah, blah. You just, you can sleep in the bed with me. It's the safest place you'll ever sleep, or something like that. Um, because he's so gay, Cause he's gay. Yeah. Um. Uh, so then the next morning.
2: Well, you actually, you're missing the great tra- uh, transition where. Oh, am I? Um, Blake trans Blake Edwards is about as broad as a Kansas plane when Robert Preston blows his nose to cross cut between that and a honk of a Model T's horn the next morning. That's how they oh. exited that scene, because he's got a cold, and it uh. goes HONK! And then suddenly it's the honking of the car, and it's like, oh, next day I'm like, oh, wow, this is if, if this was the part, if I had paid this to see in the movie theater, I'd be <laughs> walking it. I want my fucking six bucks As soon as that happens, back. you this just is silently just like, stand up with a double bird and walk how out. How old and fucking <laughs> crusty was the person who made this movie that that's supposed to be like, oh! <laughs> oh, he honked his nose. So, and just, while I remember... Oh, I'm man, gonna, this movie.
1: I, I have to ask, because... We like to pick things that we think we're going to like. Yeah! Why did you think you were going to like this? Has somebody... Or I is love it just the a cast! Movie? Yeah, is it just a movie you heard about in passing? Has anybody t- to you ever said... I know a lot
2: of people who have grown up with this movie who, like, like queer people who have kind of, like, targeted this as the movie that, like, really was formative to them. Uh-huh. That's why I don't want to slag on this movie too hard. But we will. But... This is an old movie and it even feels old for its time like yeah. not in a good way but like Oh this feels like it's from the 60s. rickety bullshit. Yeah, this feels like a movie made by a guy this, 20 years past this this is prime, not Which This is exactly what it is cuz Blake Edwards the like the most renowned thing he does, did was Breakfast at Tiffany's 20 years before yeah. this. And this is just But yeah, that's and like I said I like the cast and I like the subject matter. Yeah. Uh but it's just executed so clumsily and so yeah. ham-fistedly. Yeah, it's Yeah, I just had a I, cuz I, like yeah, I just,
1: I, I guess I just have a hard time imagining somebody actually liking this movie.
2: I could see in an alternate universe if you made it like, I don't know. Oh man. no, if you fixed you it, could it, it, it could be a good. Well, you movie, have to rewrite but... half the movie too yeah. at the same time. But the setup, it's got a potential. Yeah, it's got. If you could make an interesting movie. Out of uh, Glengarry Glen Glen Ross, people selling real estate to old retirees. You can make an interesting movie out about a lady pretending to be a guy, pretending to be a lady in 1934 Paris, but, yeah. Anyway.
1: So then they wake up the next morning, and the guy that he had gotten a fight with, the gay lover, is parking outside to come upstairs to get his clothes from from Tully. Um, But... While he's doing that, they're upstairs, and what's her name in this? Vic- I'll just call her Victoria, because oh, I think yeah, that's, that's her name. We'll call yeah, Victoria. <laughs> <laughs> Dumb. Um, but she is dressed in said boyfriend's clothes because she's got to do stuff or whatever. I don't know. But uh, he's looking like, you, you almost look better in those clothes than he did. And he's coming upstairs and he's like, oh, hide in the closet because fuck if I know why. I guess he didn't. I don't want him to see him. Was well, she going to think he's straight all of a sudden? I don't want to see her, or, yeah. her in his cl- clothes. I don't know. Um, so she's hiding in the closet and he insults Tully and opens the closet and she punches him in the face because reasons. Um, and he already has like black and blue eyes and a messed up nose. <laughs> and she kicks him in the ass and says, get out of here. Don't come back. And so he goes downstairs, and he's like, "I think that guy broke my nose." There was another guy out there. There's a
2: man upstairs.
1: Yeah. So they peace out the that group of people is
2: quote unquote important to the plot, but they're so nothing. You know, you have no idea who they actually are or what yeah. they're doing. It's like, just... they're just,
1: they're set up to be kind like, oh, you know these people, they're
2: obnoxious. Robert Preston's boy toy, and for some reason, the gang of assholes that he, that, that boy toy hangs yeah. out with, just kind of, like, recording like... yeah. And they're honestly, inter- uh, for 114... That they can...
1: 114 minutes, they could have given those people a
2: little bit of character development. Oh, yeah. But, but no. instead, they for some reason they just keep on constantly showing up in the middle of these big musical reviews. Yeah, don't get yelled at when they demand to be have a seat. Yeah, you know, so then, it's just like yeah. But so that's that's t- the least of those tally, problems. Totally looks at her and is like, "Oh
1: fuck, I got an idea. You make a good dude. Let's have you pretend to be a lady, pretending to be a dude. You will be the toast of Paris. Let's cut your hair." Because no woman would ever have short hair. Ah crazy. That's talk. all you need is Again, short hair.
2: Maybe nineteen eighty two this is more interesting, but now she's like, okay, well whatever, yeah. Um uh,
1: So and he's like, We're gonna go see uh
2: the greatest fucking what's the word? <laughs> <laughs> fucking talent guy or yeah, like talent or, or something like that. Yeah. He's supposed yeah. to be like your connection to get if you wanna yeah. like perform at the best nightclubs in town, you gotta yeah, talk we'll to go talk to this see guy. Him. Yeah. Which uh, turns out it's Sala from Indiana Jones. And the yeah. Raiders of the Lost I was going to call him. I forgot the name of Gimli? Was the, no, the name of the TV show Gimli. he was on. Oh, Sliders. Yeah, I was going to call him it's Sliders. Sliders. Yeah, yeah, yeah sliders. no, Sliders. Yeah. yeah. He's the big boss guy in town. Yeah. 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 The Sliders. The least of his known. <laughs> I know exactly. Like, well, that's kind of how that <laughs> I will game use works. the most obscure reference. I, you know, Princess Diaries 2 then suddenly decides. <laughs> Is she in Princess Diaries too? I know she's Princess Diaries one. Fuck if I know. Uh, <laughs> oh, really? I see. You know what? We could do Princess Diaries on this podcast. We could, but sometimes. we won't. It's old um, enough. But, um,
1: uh, so they they figure out. We'll go there and we'll we'll have him sign you because as soon as he sees that you're a a, a dude who dresses like a lady, pretending to be a dude, pretending to be a lady or whatever, and that you can sing like a lady who kind of sounds like a dude, you're in. So they go to the the.
2: And she has to talk like this. To that place. And there's also even before that happens, there's another like a magician who shows up. Who well, that no, audience. we're not quite there yet. Oh,
1: really? Because I was saying they show up at his at, at at Slider's place. Yeah. And then she's like, he's getting his haircut. He never sees anybody on Monday because oh, he gets it his is, haircut. Yeah. Why go into office to get your haircut? Yeah. Can't you do that at the barber shop? Mm-hmm. But anyway, they're like, oh, look at that, and some German guy comes in and is like, I want to see him. And she's like, he's getting his haircut. Nobody sees him on haircut. And he's like, right well then, I will perform for you. And he puts a bottle down, pours himself a little drink. Oh, yeah. And then yeah. stands up on her desk. And then sticks, on sticks, the in, cane. sticks his cane inside the bottle. And then yeah. does a handstand on her head and the bottle. And then, like, lifts his hand off her head. And while he's doing that, they sneak in to the office and are like, hey, I want you to the next star. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing here? And she hits a high note and and the, the oh, bottle explodes right. and yeah. the guy falls down and breaks his back on a table and is He
2: dies. He dies. The first of many deaths in this film. <laughs> Tribunal. Old... He, he dies. Uh, so,
1: and then the next thing there's a funeral where everybody's standing around and over his grave being like, I hardly knew him. I Robert Preston turns know.
2: to uh, Julie and Says, "You thought this was funny, wasn't you? You thought this was just a game." And it cuts to credits. Uh, um, again, this this yeah, movie's a hilarious th- romp. This is the
1: first. This is the first time where I'm like, that didn't. What just happened didn't really fit with the motif this movie has laid out for me. Yeah. Like the slapstick guy falling onto kinda a balsa wood fluffy, table. Fluffy kind of. Yeah, fit no. The feel just... of it. Um, again
2: blake edwards with like whatever let's just do shit put it in the movie yeah. we could take it out in editing but fuck it we paid for it or it's going to be and, in the film and
1: and now that she's dressed as a dude there's a lot of times where you see her and you're like why is she wearing like blue eyeshadow or green eyeshadow she's it's wearing like, woman's makeup yeah yeah
2: like no like... like again it's 1982 so i don't think they wanted to confuse people as even though again the whole point <laughs> just of the movie... audience sitting there where, where, did she, where did Julie she, Andrews go? She, where would this Duke come from? we <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, He's yeah, got two actors. That's kind of what I'm saying. This movie has no faith in its audience. Like, aside uh, from like all the like the 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 broad shtick that just slows the pace of the movie down. Just yeah, that's one kind of that's kind of the heart of why I don't like this movie so much. No faith. They like they just. Well, we we'll,
1: we'll start the show in six weeks, and there's like a. 15 second montage if that yeah. of her
2: practicing and getting ready. I'm assuming they got like a an advanced payment because yeah. obviously they work for five that You can tell weeks. who
1: like the gay background people are because they're wearing like sweaters or have sweaters draped over their shoulders. Oh. That's how you know they're gay. <laughs> um,
2: oh god. Yeah. Well especially for an 80s movie. Yeah. Either that or they belong to the country club.
1: Uh, so then opening night comes and like sh- she does this number where she has all these glitter on her head and shit, and everybody loves it. But nobody knows that she's not a woman yet. Yeah. So why wouldn't this act just work? That's if she I was, was kind impressive. of surprised because
2: at the because everyone loves everyone loves her as much then as they do later. Yeah. Because and I'm like why so everybody's like oh she's
1: brilliant she's fantastic. So then she and also the I should say uh a very important person King is going to be in town in the in the audience tonight. He owns. Clubs in Chicago. Which, why the fuck does Paris care about some dude owning clubs in Chicago? Fucking granted,
2: nineteen thirties gangster Chicago stuff. I could see maybe a couple of people caring, but like, yeah, it's, I don't see why everyone, unless it's a very small club, and they're like, uh, uh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. well, no, this is supposed to be like the biggest club. I know, Damn. but that's what I'm saying. Like, just like, okay, what? Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: I think that. Yeah, I don't. Know. <laughs> um, but. Everybody's like, oh, she's brilliant, yay, hooray, clap, 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 and then she grabs her headpiece and pulls it off and reveals that she has short hair, and everybody's like, "Oh!" oh, claps harder, it's like, oh, she has short hair, she must be a man.
2: Which does bring into question, because we're jumping ahead a little bit, but the police do show up to arrest her for pretending to be a guy to be a man when her secret gets out, like... What law is she breaking? Because like, she's on stage right now pretending to be a lady. Like... It's supposed to be
1: fraud, but well, yeah. We'll I know, that. we'll talk about that later, but um, like. Oh. Yeah, that, it's like, okay, so that song and dance
2: number doesn't work if she's a lady? I also point out that there's a couple big uh, cutouts in the background of these black jazz guys playing. And I realize there's no black people in this movie anywhere. It's 1930s. Yeah. <laughs> Paris. Everyone's freaking out about jazz. You don't see a single black fucking guy in this fucking yeah. movie. Like, There's you know? more
1: black people in, in Casablanca. Which, yeah, exactly. Yeah.
2: Not to say, that, again, that's the least of this movie's issues, but again, it's just kind of like funny. The only like, black guys you see in this she whole movie finishes this
1: just... one, like, three-minute number and they give her a giant bouquet and everybody's, like, standing the ovation. I'm like, okay, she didn't just, like perform at the Met, like, for two hours. She did one number.
2: everyone get a complimentary bouquet at their performance, no matter, regardless (laughs) of how good you think they're going to turn out to be? Just buy them a bouquet just to be nice? It's like, this this was your one number of the night? Had she fucked up, would have been just, like, stone quiet and one person coughing going... Golf clapping, yeah. and then she still gets the bouquet. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah um, was, but, uh, no, she blows the doors off the place everyone loves her. Yeah, and, and, yeah. and
1: while she's performing, John Gar- John- James Gardner is like, hey, yeah, yeah. And her girl, his girlfriend, uh, Clue, is sitting next yeah, to him. Yeah, I know.
2: Him. Yeah, that was distracting, too. Yeah,
1: is sitting next to him, she like, like looking hips. grumpy.
2: <laughs> well, we'll get to her body later. Um, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and we can talk about James Gardner's body, too. He's got weird. <laughs> his, his hips are all fucked yeah.
1: up. But, um... He's, like, sitting there being like, yeah, yeah, boner town, boner like, town, like, oh, and we'll then, then she takes off her wig, and he's like, boner confused, boner confused,
2: Which, my joke... and his
1: girlfriend is like, ho-ho, it's a man, I don't know.
2: <laughs> my joke in my notes is James Garner's reaction to the cross-dressing is pretty much what I feel about this whole movie, and I just, in my show notes, I just included, like, <laughs> disgusted fucking James Garner. Um, again, I would have already walked out of the movie even before they started if, I'd, if I had my fucking druthers, but yeah. Yeah. Um, um...
1: So, yeah,
2: he has the hot for her,
1: but... And so then he decides, hey, I've got a super hard boner for you, so you can't be a man.
2: And he goes out to talk to her about it. He's like, yeah, no, yeah, show me your tits. Or like, essentially, he's got like, yeah, yeah. He he's, tries... like,
1: he's like, no, you're a dude. I mean, you're not a dude.
2: My pussy radar is so strong, I refuse to believe <laughs> whatever... What, yeah, it's... Like, it just... It, yeah. Okay. She does put him down pretty quickly though, but yeah. that just intrigues him anymore. Yeah. He's got now he's gotta find out for
1: sure what's going on. So they go back up to their hotel room, him, uh, Clue and Webster. Um <laughs> I just, and... yeah,
2: George Papadopoulos. Papadopoulos. Yeah, uh was it Alex Karras? Uh he plays um Um Maverick's bodyguard? Yeah, uh yeah. what's his why do I call him Maverick? He should be fucking Rockford Files. And well, both work.
1: No, yeah. uh, fucking what's his shit? Is his name?
2: This uh, is the point where my my notes kind of break down, and all I know is that the rest of the movie, well, at least until they stop. Oh, squash! His name is squash. That's uh, um,
1: But they go back to the, his hotel room, uh, James Gardner's hotel room, and and this is where the the lady from Clue, whatever her <laughs> name is, uh, his blonde Chicago girlfriend. Leslie like, and Warren. Come to bed. She's like, as hot as some people think Harley Quinn is, it's like
2: all of her worst traits shoved into one person. And all you get is this empty shell of just, yeah. Come to bed. It's like, a, yeah. it's like a goat talking. And he's talking. like
1: standing at the window being like, Fucking that dude was hot. <laughs> just thinking to himself about it. I love how and this... he, like, looks back at her with this look of pure hatred and disgust. I... like, ugh, this woman.
2: I usually really like James Garner, but in this movie, like, it doesn't help that <laughs> his whole performance hinges on a guy being so fragile in his own masculinity that he's going to, like, tear himself apart. Yeah. But it's just... Yeah, and then is, she comes to the door. And is this like, is not a fun person to watch. Morning. Yeah, she says, "I'm <laughs> she horny." And say he that, yeah. he
1: turns around and looks at it, rrr, 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 like this angry, <laughs> pissed off face, and picks this her bar up. Doesn't know what to tosses do. Him, tosses
2: him over her sho- his shoulder, and they go into the bedroom. You think he would at least have anal sex with her just to work out his like? Maybe I want to fuck it, fuck someone's butt. I don't know what I'm feeling right now, but yeah, you know. yeah. So then I think we get another scene of yeah. So, they're at this fancy hotel. Oh, I remember. And then, and then
1: um, Tully and and Victoria show up at that same hotel, and she's like, well, what are we doing here? Oh,
2: wait. Oh, wait. Do we get to the part where... Uh, what's Not place? yet.
1: I know what you're talking about, but not uh, yet. Okay, yeah. Um, I, don't worry. I wouldn't forget that part. <laughs> okay. Um, so, they forget get to the hotel, and like, hilarious They have a bunch of dialogue that I didn't take any notes for because it's nothing. It's just nothing. It's It's filler. It's just like stuff happening. Yeah. It's like, oh, we have this hotel room now. Uh, Cool. We're right across. We're right across from James Gardner so he can watch us walk around because we never close
2: the curtains for whatever reason. Despite we have this secret that our entire fortune depends on. (laughs) Yeah. eh, Fuck closing the windows. And it's fucking middle of winter. Fucking 1934 Paris. Fucking put a board over that fucking window. (laughs) It's going to be drafty. Uh, oh, so
1: monkey butt. So then we go back to James Gardner sitting in bed with with fucking Shrill Bitch. And she's like, it happens to a lot of guys. Oh, this, that's that, what and, it is, yeah. And like, it's, you know, you, sometimes it just happens. I mean, it's happened with like a, a bunch of guys that I've been with. But, I mean, you, blah, 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 blah. So he gets up, goes in the bathroom, comes out with a bar of soap in his hand jams it and down her fucking throat it, like she wasn't saying any swear words or anything but yeah. he, he decides he's gonna clean her mouth out with soap and then you could get rah, rah, you hear her screaming and then his bodyguard uh webster <laughs> you know what <laughs> i'm gonna call him webster because in my mind now that i'm talking about it i like to imagine actually webster being his bodyguard <laughs> instead of the oh, guy god, who three, played mongo
2: three tall, yeah <laughs> oh yeah that's right. friend he's mongo too <laughs> oh god yeah That's already funnier than anything else in this movie. Webster comes comes waddling in. (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing to Leslie Ann Warren?
1: This is is a slight offside, but there's this really good outdoor version of uh, the Shakespeare play um, play. you're just talking about it. A uh, uh, much
2: do about nothing. No, the other one. Um, uh, that's uh, number Yeah, there's
1: a really good ver- outdoor version from the '80s. Where Tatiana w- shows
2: soap down Oberon's throat. <laughs> no,
1: where the guy who played Webster, whatever his name is, I can't oh, remember. Oh, really? Oh, wait, Emmanuel Lewis. E- Lewis yeah. yeah, he plays. He, he plays a tiny little uh, uh, like fairy. The the queen. The that's queen. Recorded? The queen's kid. Yeah. Oh, okay. And there's there's an even older version. Because I think that one's from the 70s or 80s. There's an even older version where, do you know who plays Puck? God, I can't imagine. Charlton Heston. Mickey Rooney.
2: <laughs> oh, God, no.
1: Yeah. That's a really entertaining I, version because after... Mickey Rooney is out of his fucking mind in it. Is he good? Yeah, he's pretty good as Puck. Just because we hated he him, him one he? does this thing, weird, doesn't... creepy laugh. You know... Yeah, don't. I, I enjoy Mickey Rooney don't hold, that's what we saying, can't, yeah. hold yeah. that against him because as we're learning that's Blake Edwards' fault well
2: you know what the other th- I was looking up Blake Edwards' bio after watching this movie it turns out Blake Edwards one of his first professional gigs he was like a child actor on Mickey Rooney's TV show like in 1920 like, hmm. or not even TV show but maybe some kind of silent so like I guess maybe that's why he hired Mickey Rooney to be in Breakfast at Tiffany's because he was like indebted to maybe. Mickey Rooney for. but, but anyway that's anywhere, another hair there yeah. but yeah Leslie Allen anyway, comes, comes out with like out fucking with frothy, frothy in, soap yeah, mouth
1: frothing at the mouth and starts blah, blah, throwing Meam. things and webster's like you need to calm down you know this
2: yeah that, we're yeah, really that. rooting for this murdering fucking gangster guy <laughs> yeah. now at this point yeah jesus so christ eventually
1: james Gardner's like fuck it send her home i don't want to deal with this bitch anymore she's crazy which yes 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 she is <laughs> um Everybody in this movie is shrill so, and unpleasant. So Webster, Webster takes her to the train <laughs> station, which I don't know how she's taking a train back to Chicago from Paris. That's but okay. Point, actually. Um <laughs> But like she's walking down the train as it's, as I it's think rolling, about that. Yeah, and he's is... walking beside it and she gets to the end of the train and she's like, You haven't you ain't seen the last of me yet, and opens her robe to have just
2: a bra panty on. I'm like
1: the fuck is the point of that why that, did she open her robe to show off her tits and, and i'm sure and it's posts? blake Edwards
2: saying well we got leslie and warren here like let's show off some fucking flesh like you know but it's again it's, and, and and when she it's does a that some guy looks at it and falls on the train track. <laughs> funny again it's 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 weird like just like audience gratification stuff for no like it's just clumsy hand 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 foot fucking ugh yeah. It's ham fisted. It's just, um, why is this happening? I don't know. She, she got tits. Yeah, so. No. Uh, I can't believe Harry mm. Poppins married this guy. Yeah. It's Blake sick. Edwards. <laughs> I'm so glad he's dead. <laughs> I'm going to go back in time. Fucking strangle him so he dies just a couple minutes sooner because fuck Blake Edwards. We're wasting our time. God damn. Anyway.
1: Uh, at this point, there's still an hour of the movie left, and I wanted to die.
2: <laughs> <laughs> this is even before the movie really takes a dive, too. Yeah. There were so
1: many parts watching this where I just hit pause and just put my hands on my face and went, "Oh, oh man, I don't want to do it anymore." It did take
2: me about three hours to watch this movie because I kept on like, pausing I think it and it like took doing me, other stuff. Yeah, I think it took me four to oh, watch the, man, get through yeah, this thing because I
1: just it's. This especially is, the
2: ending of the movie is such a wet fart. I didn't realize is, it was over when it this ended. This is
1: the new worst movie we have seen. I think so, yeah. This is absolutely Breakfast, the worst. Was Breakfast and yes. Tiffany's the worst before? Yes. Okay, yeah. Good job, like, Edwards. Two-time award winners for worst movie we've watched. <laughs> uh, uh, can we
2: mail an award like that to his grave? Yeah, we <laughs> well, yeah. Well, well, like, Woodlawn Cemetery can actually we, send someone out to put the award send, on his... just
1: send them a jar of piss to pour on his grave?
2: <laughs> we can put a note on it and say, Julie Andrews, this is for you being in fucking... <laughs> Wasting your time with this dead dude. Yeah. Um. um my so next th- something so something there's happens. A, there's is... a
1: matador number. Uh. Yeah. And she like she, earlier in the movie she was complaining about how she was sick of strapping her tits down and mm-hmm. she's if they strap it down but her tits are out in this number. Like it's a very form fit. Like she doesn't have cleavage per se, but the dress is cut so much. So, yeah. Yeah. No. So I then think her, about that, yeah her breasts are out and pronounced. It's, it's
2: figure f- form fitting. Yeah. Yeah. It's this is
1: not a. This is not a figure. Well, a you dude see
2: cleavage. It's not something that she could just yeah. bluff with just by, like, if she were a man, just like mu- mashing her muscle tish- tits. Yeah. Like, it's. again, you'd expect. Like, it's almost like the guy who made this didn't have any fucking interior logic to this movie or anything. Yeah. Um.
1: Uh. So King is watching it again, having a semi child and getting confused.
2: Why does he go back? If he's so angry, like, if he saw that one thing by mistake, unless, like, for some reason, like, the, his hotel is just happens to be, like, right next to this nightclub. Like, know. if he's already so fucking boned up about this shit. Like, oh my god, yeah. I guess
1: because he's trying to decide if he wants to hire her, him, her, for the, his club.
2: But, yeah, well, see, I'm I, sorry. I thought that was going to be a plot throughout the movie. That it never even gets brought up. Yeah, okay, it seems like 1930s, at least in
1: this movie... Like, Paris is very progressive. Yeah. Like, there's there's homosexuality and cross-dressing everywhere See, that's what in I'm this wondering. Movie. If he's
2: so freaked out by this shit, why is he even going to this place? Why and, is he going
1: to the fucking racetrack or something? And I'm sorry. I'm pretty damn sure Chicago in the 1930s was not progressive yeah. at all. It's I, the
2: fucking Midwest. Chicago fucking... still
1: isn't progressive. Yeah. I mean... No, this act ain't gonna fly in Chicago. See,
2: one watching this movie, I was assuming cuz they're trying to
1: get Victor Victoria into Chicago to perform at King's Nightclub cuz he's got like the biggest clubs there. Did or they whatever.
2: say that? Yeah, event, at some point they're like Cuz I was sp- expecting maybe that's going to be the ending. Once he gets his shit over, he says, "Hey, do you want to like I'll pay you a billion month. you'll be my w-, like I don't know if like he, like I thought they would get together, but something would end with cuz why else make him a nightclub owner unless he's going to like offer to take her away or something like I just These are all fine questions. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
1: Uh, but they watch her do a matador number hmm. and then they go back to the hotel everybody goes back to the hotel the
2: bull she tricks is his penis <laughs> everybody goes back to the
1: hotel and uh squash says that he's having an anxiety attack and i they never explain why it's like that's just his an excuse for staying up yeah late because James Gardner's trying to sneak over to... King, oh, this is to, the big... Yeah, to okay. Victor, ...Victoria's room, and like, oh, I'm trying to get over there, but this guy, he's having an anxiety attack and sitting down and reading a magazine and in the living room of the hotel, even, even though he could be in the bedroom or whatever. Fucking, so he uses a bunch of bullshit to <laughs> get some this towels delivered to the room, room and... He goes over there and sneaks into their room being a super creepy peeper. He sneaks into... Victor Victoria's and Tully's room. Squash does, because I know which, Garner does. Yeah, they both do. Yeah, well, so, that's, that's so, the thing. They, they, so, they set up the gag so Gar- of the guy across the yeah, hall keeps on well, walking out while which crazy was people it?
2: are... He kept putting his shoes out and taking them back. What the fuck? was that? Which actually, that was the one gag in the movie I thought was actually funny, oh, especially when Alex Caras comes out and he's all covered in snow and he's like, "Hood, hey, you got real heat in your room?" And the guy says, "Yeah." And he's like, "Oh, you're so lucky." I actually thought those, and that's only mostly just because Alex a uh, delivery. I thought Webster was was cute, but, like, but fucking... I know what was the point of the guy so, picking up his shoes and putting it down over and over again. Ultimately, ends up with James Garner in the so, fucking okay, so, towel so, so, closet.
1: So, so, well, j- James Garner goes over and he like. Webster sees him from across the way, and James Garner kind of waves at him. Yeah. He's like, fuck, I gotta go over there and make sure that he doesn't, I don't know, Something. get killed or whatever. Yeah. So he breaks in there, and right after he breaks into the Victor Victoria's room, Victor and Tully show up and go inside, in, and Victor goes into the bathroom to take a bath and James Gardner is in the closet being like, "Yeah, hey, I'm watching this.
2: Oh, he's taking
1: off his clothes. If, if,
2: if, Julie Andrews had turned around and had like a fucking six foot donger, <laughs> would James <laughs> Gardner just, wa- just shut, like jumped out of that closet and just shot him and then shot, shot her and then shot himself. Yeah, like I what was like, he seems so wrapped up. Like, yeah. and there's a uh, single, there's also a scene
1: earlier I should mention that like Tully and Victor, Victoria or whatever mm-hmm. are talking and, and and Tully's like talking about James Gardner he's like I think I could love him and Victoria's like I think I could too it's like okay why really? you don't give me they, well, you met him for no, one yeah. night and
2: all he did was shit all over you and <laughs> it just yeah. again he claimed you were a fraud I mean you are but but there's nothing lovable about that guy he's just like this like frustrated crank yeah yeah which is I mean James is very he's a webable guy, but in
1: this movie he not he's, he's not, not webbable. Well
2: that's the thing I I think part of one of those movies too, I think kinda of misspends James Garner's thing. Because James Garner, he's always been kind of like the thinking man's dipshit. Because I love the fact that the Rockford Files, he's a private detective who can't fight, always gets his ass kicked. Yeah. And Maverick, he was a cowboy, he was a terrible cowboy, who always got his ass kicked. You should watch. And this movie hangs so much on him, like, being so worked up about his masculinity, despite everything else he's ever been, his masculinity's never really been a thing that he's been that worried about. Yeah. Like, I could see, if you had actually, had, if you had Alex Karras playing, if you swapped roles where it's Webster playing gangster guy... Mm. and vice for, like, that would make, make a little more of a big gruff, like, oh, I don't know what's going on. It'd be kind of cuter when he finally him and says, okay, I really don't care, but, like, it's, no, it's, yeah. Yeah. Monkey well, there,
1: there's a rumor, Blake Edwards says it's not true, but there's a rumor that apparently they were trying to get um, Tom Selleck
2: to play the role. Of that role? Yeah. That could have been interesting. But Is that why they gave him the mustache? Blake, I mustache, don't know. yeah. That's a,
1: um, hmm. But that, Blake Edwards says he always envisioned what's um, yeah. his butt? Gardner, is it? But if you want to see a good uh, James Garner movie, you should watch Support Your Local Sheriff. Mm, That's a fantastic little comedy.
2: Uh, If you want to see a good James Garner movie where he maxes on. I think
1: you can watch it in 240p on YouTube. (laughs) Great. Yeah,
2: Uh, Yeah. if if you want to see James Garner max on Mary Poppins, go see The Americanization of Emily. That's a good movie. But you no. Know, anyway. Uh, so he watches her getting
1: the bathtub, and he gets gets this creepy smell. Like, yeah, I saw your first yeah, again. Yeah, I like, post. no. He's just... Yeah. Ugh. Yeah.
2: Ugh. So... He gets the same way I do when I see, uh, people manhandling the candy at the at the grocery store, like in those like serve yourself bins, where I'm just <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna fuck you. I'm just gonna wait. I can't wait to get in there, just stick so, my hands in there. And go. Uh, yeah. And the gummy worms. He manages <laughs> to by. sneak
1: out because everybody in the bedroom, and, and her and Tully are both the most non-observant, non-spatial-aware people ever. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, uh, Webster is out on the balcony in the snow, freezing his balls off. Yeah, uh, I
2: kind of tuned out this part. All
1: I know, he eventually yeah, walks he sneaks, out, but I don't he even he know something. He goes back to the room, and you get another gag of the guy t- picking his shoes up in the hallway, and it's like... <laughs> and he goes back to his room and, like, sees Tully... Or not Tully, he sees... Webster on the balcony is like hold on so he calls the room and Webster's about to sneak out and he doesn't get it because she comes out of the bathroom but then he's hiding under the bed and it manages to sneak out and we get another joke with the guy with the shoes which apparently you thought was funny and I was like I was just like what was the point of that
2: like well like, there is no point but at least that joke's only about yeah. 10 seconds long um, um man mine... um <sighs> yeah he was not he would not <laughs> If he was one of
1: the playable characters in Metal Gear Solid Five, he would not have he would not last <laughs> long. Uh, my note about that scene was it was excruciating. Yeah, that whole scene was excruciating. Uh, so then I think we get—is it that? Yeah, we my get, next We, go, note we is... go back to Chicago. Well, not back to. We go to Chicago and and we get uh, King's girl having her dancing scene. Uh, with her tits jiggling everywhere. Oh, that's when um, we get to see,
2: like, she got crazy wasp-waisted figure shit yeah. going on. I, I was like, uh, yeah. it's, but you know. Her, he...
1: her jiggle is the only thing saving that um, <laughs> that, Chica- that number. Yeah, she sticks her uh, ass out a whole lot. There's a couple times, I'm pretty sure, you can see her
2: bush. You think so? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I was watching an HD on my big TV, and like, there's a point where she grabs her butt cheek and kind of pulls it to the side. I'm like, "Oh Bush! no!" Oh, and there's no. another point at the very end where they like all, everybody in the scene does like a hip thrust forward, yeah. and it's either like a really nice shadow or like <laughs> or like s- spider legs like, creeping kind out the of pretty side. Pretty high cut, yeah, stuff. Yeah, I'm pretty sure um, like she was like, "Should I trim this?" And Blake Edwards was like, "No, uh, that's leave it. I like. Leave it. I yeah. want to see that." Uh, so uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure you saw her pubes. So uh, <laughs> no, not Clue's pubes. She sits down next to Sal, oh. one of a just a Chicago gangster, and um, he's like, "What do you want to see me about?" And she's like. Ah, uh, King, he's he's two timing on me. He's like another dame, and she's like, no, a man.
2: And he's like, what? Oh, oh no! And then we go back to. I was Paris. convinced that Sal was being played by Charles Fleischer, who did the voice of Roger Rabbit, and oh. also mm-hmm. plays the old guy that Marty McFly gets the idea to like, you know, in Back to the Future. Two, he's like, oh, the Cubbies. I would go back time and play some money on the Cubbies. Mm. Not Charles Fleischer, but that guy did play in The Empire Strikes Back. He's the Hoth base commander, huh. where uh, Han Solo is like, "Have you seen Luke Skywalker?" And the guy's like, "I would." Luke Skywalker has uh, not entered the base. And he's like, "We'll go find." Or anyway, so, wow, that's. that's There's a scene obscure. where Han Solo puts his hand over C-3PO's mouth. This yeah. is the, this is the guy that wow, Han Solo's that, talking that's, to. That's that is. I know quite that's in depth, crazy. Yeah. Uh,
1: so <sighs> we get a, scene, a a very very brief scene of another musical number at the club, and like. Some dudes painted in silver, is carrying some chick painted in silver down on his shoulders, oh, yeah. and like her titties are hanging out. Mm-hmm. Like
2: her titties her t- it's are actual, hanging. T- it's out. painted tits, yeah. And this this movie is PG.
1: Mm-hmm. This is a PG movie,
2: man. Before the Goonies, before Gremlins, and she get some crazy. Before PG thirteen started, you can get some Jaws is PG rated yeah. PG. Is all I'm saying. Uh, I think one of the guys which has like just flat out tits you know suppose was, was this is not PG. Star Wars Trivia Corner but supposedly the only reason that in Star Wars where the one alien gets his arm cut off and it's all bloody the yeah. only reason that's as bloody as it is because George Luke just wanted to make sure Star Wars got a PG rating uh, otherwise it would have just gotten a G rating because there's, no, you know, there's nothing should have dropped the death bomb uh, so, just fuck. as soon as,
1: <laughs> as Luke gets home and sees his charred relatives fuck
2: oh man <laughs> all my stuff was in there <laughs> My blue milk. milk. <laughs> My blue milk. No, fucking god damn it.
1: Uh, so um, then we find out that Victor Victoria is getting an offer of ten thousand dollars a week.
2: Man, I missed it. To all go this to Chicago. Stuff. My next note is George which, Papadopoulos is gay. I don't,
1: I don't think they adjusted ten thousand a week for nineteen thirties money. Uh
2: because yeah, that would be you would be a millionaire in a month. Yeah. Well, not but Not you, technically, for what would, but like, for, yeah, exactly. for the for time, what been, I'm pretty yeah. sure Blake Edwards like, Ah, I'm making a big number. I don't know. Yeah, um, you know what? That's the only one I think of G Blake Edwards. Like, oh, I don't know, boss. <laughs> like, Let's make the movie. Julie, I need you to stand over
1: here. Um, so <laughs> they all decide to go back to the oh, club God. where Tully got fired from, and she auditioned to that, because I don't know why. Is this
2: the club that they end up getting hired for the rest of the movie?
1: Not the rest. This is just one scene. They just
2: go up to show them off? Or, yeah. yeah, they go there They go there to yeah. Oh,
1: and the waiter that was the waiter at the place she had the cockroach is now waiting there for whatever. Yeah. Um, Are they performing there? No. They just went there because reasons. Okay, yeah. Uh. Just because. I don't know. I don't know why you would go back to a club where the club owner fired you and said, if I ever see you in here again, I'll kick your ass. Why would you do that? I mean, so, obviously, yeah. they're, they're like, oh, you're a big star now, so come on
2: in. Is this the first time... Well, this is out. the first time Victor, uh, Victoria... This is the first time Julie Andrews and James Garner have a civil conversation, right? While they're watching. Yeah. They kind of flirt a little bit, like, no, well, yeah. don't know. Um,
1: so, we, got, we get a fucking creepy-ass quote-unquote dance number... With people, these dudes dressed like ladies, which isn't the creepy part. Oh, but they I actually kind of like the, They yeah. have masks on the back of their heads, and when they turn around, or some of them do, and when they turn around, they have masks. The other ones that don't have masks have them on the back I of their heads, actually- and one side is a dude, one side is a girl. Yeah. And um, I liked how
2: creepy the mask works. It looked like something that would have been made in the 1930s, because yeah, like, it's human legitimate. faces, but still kind of paper mache and kind of gruesome looking, yeah. but like in a cartoony, slightly kind of 1930s yeah. kind of way, which... I could see that act actually having happened in real life. I'm sure it did. I'm sure like they just like invent that from cold cloth. But...
1: They called the it Buffalo Bill. They're like, "Hey, can you get us some faces?" And he's yeah. like, how many, "But it's
2: cool. I do like you have these guys. Want. Like, yeah, one half of their costume is a tuxedo and the other half is like glittering dress, and they all just yeah. dancing around." so that so, happens. I that cool. And I, I thought it was boring. No, um, I was man. I was I was grabbing at straws. So.
1: They're like, hey, King is here. The famous, the Paris famous King is here. Or not King. Uh, yeah, ca- Paris wait. famous Victor Victorious. Oh, yeah. Here. Hey, you want to sing for us? So he, she goes down to sing, but Tully is like, hey, I'll sing too. Because nobody, somebody invited him, I guess. Yeah. So I sing a song, You and Me. And I wrote, I'm so bored. <laughs> I'm so
2: bored. <laughs> We could have just skipped George Papadopoulos being gay. Is all I'm saying.
1: So, so then they, um, the same group that started the fight last time, his ex-boyfriend, they show up. But they exactly show the same up, thing exact, happens same again. Thing, yeah, loud and everything, and a big fight breaks out. Um, so and oh, this
2: is when everyone gets broken up by the cops. Yeah, and the this co- one really gets fucked then up. Then yeah. you
1: start to hear police whistles and shit outside, yeah. and and King and. Victor Victoria escape out the front, and as they're trying to get away, a cop stops them. So King pulls out a lot of bills, and the cop is like, "Oh, hey!" But then once the cop takes the money, he just punches him in the he just punches the cop in the face. King does and takes the money back, and they peace out. It's like, okay, the bribe was gonna work. Yeah, you're obviously very very. Well, that just shows how
2: practical it is that he can escape and keep the money. Um, mm-hmm. But Tully and
1: and uh, Webster get arrested, yeah, and get sent to jail, and they go to gauge? Victor Victoria and and King going to an alley, and he says, "I don't care if you are a man," and schmooches what could be a dude on the lips, and she says, "I'm not a man." Does she say this? I still don't care. Yeah. Oh. And then they make out some more. Uh. So then we go back to their hotel room, and Webster's walking in, and he hears a ho oh, oh. ho. He's like, "Oh fuck!" So. He fucking busts through that door in the most impressive manner. Like, he not. He, I'll give the movie one thing. They don't know how to knock down a fucking door because, <laughs> holy shit, he blasted the door off the hinges. Aww. And he's like, oh, 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 sorry, because he sees Victor, Victoria, yeah. in the bed with King. He's like, oh, sorry. Is this sorry. after they fuck? Well, I think they were in the process of oh, fucking. Oh, yeah. So uh, he's like, King is like, ah, shit, I will go handle this. So he goes and knocks on Squash's door and he opens the door and he's like, he's got tears down his face. He's like, if a guy like you can admit you're gay, then I can too. And King goes back into his room and is like, huh, huh. It's like, he doesn't know what to do with that information. Yeah. There's like, there's no, he doesn't, I mean, he's accepting of it, but at the same time he's not accepting of it. It's just weird. You can't, there's no read from him on. And the movie what spends a lot of time
2: thinks. spending dwelling on him just kind of being, huh. Yeah. And again, it's another thing that slows the pace of the movie down. And really, especially after he finds out that Victor Victoria is a lady... Like his whole what the hell did we care about him? Because okay, now his whole like existential thing of like, am I in love with the dude thing is over. Who yeah. gives a fuck? Why is like this the, the, the thrust of the story should be put back into Victoria, but Victoria, even in her own story, just kind of stops being a major character. It's just yeah, the weirdest much. like dramatic decision, yeah. Because
1: yeah. they have a conversation about like, hey, you need to stop being Victor because I mean, now that we're gonna be fucking, yeah, you can be. And she's like, why? Why would I stop doing that? I'm famous and rich now, and he's like yeah but you're not you and she's says eventually she says she says it took an hour and 40 minutes this is an hour and 40 minutes into this fucking movie and there's still like way too much time left to go yeah it took that long an hour and 40 minutes to drop the F word because she's like are you worried about people thinking you're a fag and he's like oh that's right "Yeah." yeah and so they kind of break up there I guess maybe kind of sort of I can't, I you don't know, remember. But then, like, we get some gym punching where Webster's holding the punching bag for King and he punching it. And he's like, how, "How? I've known you all this time. How did I not know you were gay? And Webster's like, Well, you probably know a lot of dudes who are gay. You look like you completely forgot this scene.
2: Yeah. You completely? <laughs>
1: <laughs> you don't remember a damn thing about this scene, dude. Oh,
2: no! Oh, you know, yeah. So this whole conversation <laughs> about was like, well, isn't he? He's all kind of, like, well, kind of, kind, of, kind of guys can be gay or something like that. Yeah. yeah. No, it's like, no, but you played on the football team. You were all. all they say, well, you're like, how how writers, do you know like... they're, they're not gay or yeah. something like that? Yeah. Well,
1: he's like, well, you become like. The captain of the football team, to, so people don't call you gay. Yeah. That kind of oh,
2: shit. yeah. I, I At this point in the movie, I'm way more interested yeah. in Webster's story and than Garner I am in James, James Gardner's. sweaty as shit in this scene. <laughs> is he? Yeah,
1: he is drenched in sweat. <laughs> what, what, so what, if he, what, what if he had the flu? He backs up and bumps into some guy who is like, over there. And like, hey, you apologize to me. And he's like, No, you apologize to me. We'll set it in the rain. Okay. And Webster's like, Hey, that's that's the champ. He's going to kick your ass. But don't worry, he's gay. Which, I don't even know what that line meant. Don't worry, he's gay. And Jim
2: Grimes is like, oh, okay. Like, okay, what? Well, Why he does that matter? It means he's not going to be that threatening. It means he's a so he could be easy to beat. Like, yeah, it's, 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 yeah. So this is the
1: only scene in the movie, not this scene, the next scene, is the only scene in the movie where I laughed. Yeah. Because the guy whose restaurant got closed because of the fight broke out at uh, it was established. He's like, I'm closing your restaurant for a week. The inspector told him. And then he's like, If it happens again, I'm closing it for a month. So his restaurant's going to be closed for a month. Yeah. But he, the private investigator comes in and sits down. He's like, I'm hiring you. And he's like, All right. He sits down on a stool and he says, Be careful. And he says, I always am. And he says, That stool is broken. And he says, It is. And he falls on his ass. And I wasn't expecting it. <laughs> And that's the only scene in the movie that made me I laugh. I remember that. That totally it's the flew Only over. scene.
2: Okay. Only thing that made me laugh. Just I because it was executed
1: actually really well. Yeah,
2: okay. One little bit of good slapstick. Yeah, one okay. little good slapstick. I'm gl- glad at least she got one glimmering moment of like, huh, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, it certainly didn't make the rest of the movie Something work, approximating but, entertainment. Uh,.
1: So okay. then King and Victoria go to a boxing match and they're watching a boxing match and, like, blood's flying on her face and she's yeah. like, oh! And she vomits on the floor. Does she and, vomit? Yeah. Because I knew... Okay. And then they, they go to another scene where they're at an opera... And he's sitting there like, what the fuck am I watching? And she's like, weeping, and like, oh! it's like, oh, oh she's such look, a woman. Look, guys, they're from different worlds, and Why is a
2: Venus, and yeah. penis in my face. Um, it is interesting. The opera is a Japanese opera, but it's a Japanese. I don't even know if it's a white lady or, or a Japanese lady, but it's a lady dressed up like in, in old Japanese gear. Knowing Blake Edwards probably Western, not a Japanese. I almost wonder here. if he'd like if he, if he only put like the quote unquote Japanese opera in this. Movie just to be like I'm not I I can I I can have Japanese shit in my movie and not totally fuck it up not be a total ham-fisted dipshit, uh, but yeah it's 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 a Japanese opera where someone's seeing Western which I guess maybe there's nothing keeping the Japanese from having written a Western style opera. maybe this is a real okay, thing but like oh uh, yeah so but... eventually... hey it's a Blake Edwards thing with a Japanese element that is not totally fucked up yeah so they, they... that's a minor they eventually miracle go in back itself to
1: the hotel which they're still seeing at. They're, quote-unquote, living together now, even though, like... Yeah, you don't know how much time passes in this movie
2: or anything, what's going on, too. Yeah, Uh, they're cohabitating. And the
1: investigator, like, climbs a fire escape up to watch them. And he's standing outside, and they have another conversation, which I don't even remember what it was because I didn't take notes on it. But he's standing outside, and lightning... Lightning strikes this man's umbrella, and it engulfs into flames, and then the the scene ends. (laughs) Yep. What?! The fuck?
2: Pretty that
0: good. doesn't fit into <laughs> this movie. Because
2: <laughs> random shit hey guys have got a good, good uh, idea for this shit. Like, it's like he was <sighs> like, hey,
1: people really like the Inspector Clouseau character that I have or whatever, the Pink Panther. I think I'll stick a kind of version of a character from that movie in this movie yeah. just for... Because it's what people.
2: Like. I was reading somewhere he was actually like making Return of the Pink Panther at the same time he was making this uh, movie too or something like so we're, like I could totally see some like him thinking that like some of that like completely nonsensical slapstick might work in this movie but yeah so then Victoria's
1: um, like hey uh, we're always like staying in or whatever let's go out I want to go out dancing just one time. So then we get a scene of, like, them dancing in this super crowd. Everybody's wearing tuxedos in this super crowded gay club where everybody's just kind of dancing on the floor. And, like, James Gardner looks really uncomfortable, which, to be fair, yeah, it would probably make a lot of, like, straight dudes uncomfortable. It would be just being in a seat, like, in a place yeah. where you're not. It, it'd be as awkward you as. You're minority. Yeah, it would be as awkward for, like, a. a, a completely out gay person to go to a super straight club yeah and be dancing with somebody there and like just have a sea of straight people around you like it's it so so they leave and he's like hey take to he his webster's like hey take her back which i it, back to the hotel i guess it that implies that they break up according to that this movie yeah. telling her to telling webster to take her back is like hey we're broken up now which okay but he goes into a – he sees somebody get thrown out of a bar. So he goes in that bar. And he's like, hey, I'm, I'm going to order some milk. And the guy goes, breast milk or, or, or cow's milk. And he turns around and he goes, how about your sister's milk? And he and gets punched in the face fight, and yeah. makes a big brawl because his manhood is so challenged. In the, the previous scene that he has to get in a fight. No, it's the only way. Yeah, the fragile
2: masculinity aspect of this movie is just and, and fucking it, grating it, it as fuck.
1: Been, yeah, it could have been done well, but no, yeah, but it just, no it's, it's so it's ham-fisted. Caveman, it's so ham-fisted and like...
2: It's Tim the Toolman Taylor type, type fucking quality fucking gender politics in this shit, yeah. yeah at um, this point,
1: my uh, PS4 started buffering the movie and oh, I, was, yeah. I, I was really... Pre- at least you're getting pretty close well, no, to the end. Yeah, I was praying that... Uh, PlayStation Network would go down so I wouldn't have to finish the network. I was like, oh, maybe PlayStation Network crashed. Oh god. But it didn't. It started back up again. Um so then like there's a scene with with Webster and Victoria sitting in the car talking about like oh, I guess we're broken up now or something. I don't even remember. Yeah. But then everybody is singing a song and and they're all happy even though know, they just gotten a bar a bar fight with James Gardner and all the newsies grown up yeah um, well that shows
2: just what an amiable guy james carter is that even the people who beat his ass you can yeah. kick back and sing a song with them so they all everybody um, eventually gets back to the hotel and like one of the guys in that scene was a stuntman who played this lead sand, <laughs> sand person from star wars how the throw fuck do you there. know that because i'm fucking out of my mind oh my god i was looking at the cast list for the movie i was like oh peter diamond and if you look, go back and look at the Star Wars Blu-ray set that came out a couple years ago, they interviewed with him, and he's like, "I'm not." T- I'm <laughs> so, not t-
1: if you click on his IMDb page, is one of his famous quotes.
2: <laughs> there is a picture of him dressed like that <laughs> but with the head off, but it is pretty much white, Except he's a bold, like red haired guy. But yeah, yeah, you're not. You're not at the funny things. you're not completely wrong. Uh, um, yeah, but that that this famous quote the cinema is orc orc orc. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh what the hell else so man we've been talking about this for a million years yeah we're almost there yeah I'm almost there
1: so they get back to the hotel I'm so glad you take these notes and oh. like she goes into the bathroom and while this is happening uh the people from chicago show up to run into king because he's back at his hotel and we get the other F word because Sal's like, "Hello, faggot." And he's like, "Oh, and I thought things were going so well. Did you? Did you, King? Did you think things right. were going so he's well?" He's just
2: being pithy.
1: Um. So, uh, Webster comes over to Victor Victoria's room and is like, "Hey, uh, they're making him sell his club at like one tenth or one one hundredth of what it's worth yeah. or something." They're they're buying him because they just think he's, he's gay. gay.
2: Yeah. Um. So, Which I don't know if this is punishment for him being gay or if they just. Yeah. Uh, so this whole. I'm assuming they've always been looking for an excuse to buy him out, but this is what the excuse they they can essentially blackmail him. Yeah. So this whole ends time up buying him out, I guess. He had private investigators in there,
1: hiding in the same closet Gardner was, but he's like closing it with his finger, and and Victoria's like, "Well, let's go." And she closes that closet door, and you hear Crunchy his crunch in. of his finger. And and they leave and we linger on his finger and the door slowly opens a little bit and he's like pulling it back in and it's like, like not not funny. Not
2: funny. Again. It's, um, it's 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 not even as good as a Sesame Street sketch. <laughs> well just...
1: that is a high bar. Yeah. Sesame Street sketch is good. So so she goes into the room, uh, and like pushes uh shrill Harley Quinn be into the bedroom and like pushes her in there and like, gets a really weirdly start... threatening. Cause yeah, all... starts taking off her clothes and she's like, it's almost what? like a rapey thing. Doing? Yeah, you... yo, it's super rapey. And she's like, what? And Victoria won't say anything. She just keeps taking off her clothes and she's yeah. Like, no. What are you doing? What are you doing?
2: Lock the door. I like. Okay, creeps, creeps, she creeps. Wants, creeps she wants to be a rape Well, I guess if she's stuck fucking, with fucking King Schultz for all this time, I guess Yeah. So then you hear her scream yeah,
1: and, and she's like throws open the door and she's like, He's a she you two timing dick or whatever. So then
2: it, he's not gay, so
1: everybody from Chicago's like, Oh, okay Oh,
2: you're straight. are yeah. you're packing the club. Oh, we were like, you'd be a little like you motherfuckers trying in black man be a <laughs> shooting all you motherfuckers. Yeah, no, but now nah. Um, thank God, we're at the last scene of the film.
1: <laughs> so they go back to the club where she's been performing, and the cops show up with the guy who the quote unquote villain of the movie, who ran the other club with the cops. And they're like, hey, we, we're we going to arrest Victor Victoria for perpetrating a fraud. Did they specifically
2: say that? Because i was sure, going to like, what? Yeah,
1: like, it's, it's fraud. Which, okay.
2: Which, who's going to force it? Cause it's a if, plot convenience. Unless it's the owner of the club that she's performing at now. Yeah. is pr- Like, who's pre- who's pressing charges? It's plot convenience. Yeah, it's just, yeah.
1: Uh Cause she sounded outrageous.
2: The cops are. There after. was
1: nothing in Europe at the time to worry about
2: <laughs> in the 1930s. Yeah. Not a thing. I like that they're going to arrest her <laughs> if she doesn't have a dick.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah, it's so the cop goes in there and he comes out and he's like, "Hey, the, the person in there about to perform was naked from the waist down, and I there's there's some dong, there's hot dong action. Oh, yeah, in that's there. awesome. You're an idiot.
2: He's like, I saw that Swiss colony summer beef log. <laughs> This look fucking good, like thick yeah. and veiny, about about eighteen inches. So it's unreal. So they leave, and
1: um, I the, just Victoria picture... walks out into the audience like in a sheer like black dress with her titties all hanging out and yeah. her hair done like a a lady and sits down next to King and he's like, "What the fuck?" And she's like, "Don't worry about it. We got, I got this. titties. Everyone can see I got titties now." And now then we get a scene of the same matador part from earlier except now Tully's in her dress doing it and it's 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 terrible to call it the worst thing I've ever seen in my life would be an understatement
2: it's not that bad it's not good (laughs) I've seen worse
1: but it's 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 Robert
2: Preston so it can't be that bad
1: but they're trying to sell it as like this really funny thing oh he keeps screwing up oh Oh, he fell down fucking up and yeah and it's
2: just it but the directing of it, like, you yeah. can see what they're going for, but the execution is just so like, we could not bother with a second take or like anything. Yeah, so there's it's like, like one the point most...
1: where they didn't catch him and he's laying on the floor and he goes, you bitches. It's yeah. like, oh, cause... oh, I mean, what does it say about this movie that Tully has been at the end the entire time and we barely talked about him? Mm-hmm. Like this, this really great actor who's got a really good sense of like fast paced, witty dialogue and they just waste him. Mm-hmm. He's just utterly wasted in this movie.
2: And, they, and it was one big shining moment at the end. It's just kind of like, well, and I couldn't believe that was the end of the movie. I guess you could tell, like, I guess, like, apparently he did that all in, like, one take. Yeah. Which is why he's, like,
1: drenched in <laughs> fucking sweat and just, and just I I did see something about
2: how the dress was originally tailored for him. And then they just, like, they just, yeah. like, pinned it up for when they yeah. put it on uh, uh, Julie Andrews. Cause yeah. He's wearing the same but outfit, While literally. this is happening, um,
1: we cut to the bar again, the other bar. And the private investigator walks in. And the the guy who runs the bar is sitting at the bar again. Because why wouldn't you just hang out at the place that you can't make any money out of? And he, he slides a piece of paper on the table and he's like, my bill. And he's got a giant fucking band-aid on his finger. And so the guy reaches behind the counter, pulls out a big fucking hammer, and slams it down on the guy's finger and it goes... And like explodes everywhere, and then the end of that scene. Back to back to this comical. Is that the last show in the movie? No. Then back to the music. Oh, back to the comedy. It cut, it, that scene Did was I so black important. That, out? that scene was so important that they had to cut into the <laughs> interrupt the, middle. the hot climax of the yeah. movie.
2: You know, like in, the, in Return of the Jedi when the Ewoks are blowing up stuff, and suddenly cuts to like one Ewok, and he has a hammer, and he smashes like a fucking scout trooper, and he's like,
1: yeah. And. Yeah. And also, we see that the waiter who worked at two other places now is working at this club. Uh, and there's a scene where he comes walking out with a cake for nobody, apparently, <laughs> and trips over a railing and falls for no reason. It's. It's
2: awful! It is. It is that's
1: the end of the movie. Everybody applauding for this garbage performance. It Tully is not just put hi- forth.
2: It's supposed to be high but it is low jinx. It's fucking awful. Yeah, and that's the end of the movie. Everybody applauding. This, you know, like the Wayans brothers comedies. <laughs> this is the little man. This is kind of kinda like yeah, nineteen eighty. I like Adams. Oh. This is like an Adam Sandler movie before Adam Sandler was around. This movie was awful. Yeah, and. uh... Apparently. Just even aside from, like, because I had basic story problems, but just, like, again, the execution, even if they had stuck to the exact same script, yeah, the execution is just so slovenly that, like, I there's, feel like it was, it there's no energy to this movie. It almost feels like there were two movie.
1: different directors directing... What the fuck? Sorry. Two different... Oh, you couldn't blood, have waited five, five I, minutes I, for the show so to be over. I am so low energy right now.
2: I'm so <laughs> dispirited. I'm so sorry to everyone for inflicting this podcast and this movie on everyone. If who you ever, watch this movie... Be,
1: Based on the fact Bill was gonna watch it, man, oh, man. you owe some reparations, sir. This, this,
2: this is one of my little. I think this is my only one legitimate regret in terms of like picking a movie. <laughs> um, um, I'm glad to have finally seen it. Yeah this this
1: movie feels like there were two different directors. One was
2: like, "Oh, I'm gonna
1: make a slapstick comedy," and one was like, "Oh, I'm gonna make a talkie." Yeah, and they just they they didn't talk to each other and just made two different it's like fucking mashed things. potatoes
2: with an action figure in it. What am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to play with them? Am I supposed to eat them? Like, I guess what's the entertainment value. Yeah, here?
1: I guess. Yeah. Apparently, Peter Sellers was supposed to be Tully, but he died in the in 1980, <laughs> which that would have made this movie even worse. I think. Yeah. I mean, Peter Sellers is a, a good comedic actor. But, but he's
2: not like that kind of character, I unless he was he gonna fit unless he was gonna do a super big, broad, gay guy, yeah, which, which that would have even been worse. Which probably would have been that yeah. probably how
1: Blake Edwards would have wanted least, him to play it. At
2: least Robert Preston always has that air of genteel, uh, yeah,ness to him that kind of like everything. works with the yeah. whole like you know kind of like older gay guy. In his later years, but like yeah, yeah. That, Julie... that's the one way this movie could have been worse if they had gone super broad with that. Yeah,
1: both Julie Andrews and Robert Preston were nominated for Cabinet Awards for this movie, <sighs> which undeserved. Yeah, Und, like, there's no acting prowess. That was in 1982. This
2: movie. You know who should have won that? Uh, that should have been uh, what was it in 1980? Oh, Poltergeist.
1: There was a lot in 1982. Yeah, uh, Blade Runner should have won. Blake Edwards said it only took him a month to write the screenplay. Only a month,
2: you say, it's Blake. Not like he had to write only the... a month. It's not like he had to write wow. the musical numbers. All he had to do is in between the gas between the musical numbers, write huh, dude with kick fall down. Yeah, <laughs> the fucking caveman shit. Wow,
1: this this uh, a month you say? Because I could have sworn this was five days worth
2: of writing. Jeez, what a
1: piece of garbage.
2: Yeah. Um, oh, I still even if he didn't have Rocky this King, movie makes Uncle Grandpa look good. That's how bad this movie is. It's kind of like the Uncle... Again, this is like the Uncle Grandpa (laughs) movies. I... Like, everything else aside. Again, from style and execution, even if you just... If you just made it so James Garner doesn't fuck Mary Poppins halfway through... Because, like, to me, that totally lets all the air out of this movie. It's like taking a hot air balloon and just stabbing the shit out of it. And after that, and the fact that after that, so much of the movie hangs on gay panic shit about him, mm-hmm. that's not what I want to see Victor Victoria about. And it, like, it's just like, no. The sets are uninspired. They yeah. feel like sets. It's shot badly. It, it, it's flatly lit. Everyone's makeup makes them look like a dead whore. You can't tell what, if it didn't say it's, Paris 1934 or whatever, yeah. you couldn't tell when this was supposed to be Randomly place. people with French accents and other people don't. Nothing feels like, yeah, it's just... It's depressing. It's kind of a depressing yeah. thing all around. Yeah. yeah. The costuming um, wasn't very good. Like, oh,
1: we can make her poor by cutting off a finger of uh, but one of her gloves.
2: The benefit is this is a Blake Edwards movie with a Japanese person that does not end with that Japanese person <laughs> shitting fried rice all over the audience and then threatening to bomb Pearl Harbor. Man. That's probably the best thing you could say about this movie. What a fucking, ugh, ugh. <laughs>
1: This I think this one and Breakfast at Tiffany's after I was done watching are... it on my on PlayStation Network I made sure to give it one star.
2: See, because even Breakfast at Tiffany's at least there's a little bit of an element of style to that movie yeah. a little bit just well, by that's almost by virtue of that's when it all was made. Breakfast at Tiffany's has yeah, and, and style. this again well this should at least have that that's that that's what really makes this feel like a movie made by a guy beyond his. Uh, beyond his peak, because it does. This doesn't even have that. It, if anything, this yeah. requires more chicness and styleness and energy yeah, and pizzazz and showmanship, and it doesn't, doesn't even have Blake that. Like Edwards realized that, that
1: Paris and Chicago are in two different countries. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah it's, it's, especially
2: when you have a character just suddenly show up in Chicago and come back like two weeks later. Yeah, I mean, granted, you could travel in two weeks, but yeah, it, it makes. Uh,
1: Everything about this movie was a bummer.
2: And if it had the energy, it's trying to be a farce, but it doesn't have the energy of a farce. And as a result, it's just like a sluggish mess. Yeah. Because like in a farce, like not everything's supposed to match up in a farce, but like the energy carries you through that. This doesn't have the energy, so it's just like a bunch of non sense of whole pieces just rubbing up against each other, and it's a waste of a cast, and it's a waste of our time. Yeah. So, fuck. Victor, Victor, yeah. I would rather watch, from The Great Muppet Keeper, I don't want to keep on going back to that, Miss Piggy's, like, water dance number? I'd yeah. rather watch that for two hours and 14 minutes yeah. than this yeah. again. Fucking, the, the sexual chemistry between Miss Piggy <laughs> and what's-his-name in that movie? Yeah. Fucking fucking what's his, what's his face yeah yeah the dude with the sh- the sh- socks yeah that is scorching <laughs> compared to the chemistry between uh a fucking uh gordon Ramsay, gordon Ramsay. and mary poppins <laughs> what the fuck's his name in this gordon movie ramsey <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah so that
1: was victor victoria what are you doing next uh next week we're gonna watch uh what one can only assume will be a slightly slightly better film we're gonna be watching casablanca
2: you know, Claude Rains would we'll call it Casablanca. Is it Casablanca.
1: So we're gonna be watching that next time. So if for it some can't reason can't be worse, <laughs> if, if for some reason you're like me and you haven't seen it before, I can't that's okay. Uh, we'll be watching that so you can catch up on that. It's only it's 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 nice. It's only a brisk 104 minutes. So for us, it's not th- it's not like. Two episodes in a row where it was over an hour and – twelve or two hours. Two hours and, like, four – Yeah, it's and two episodes in a row where we have two and, yeah.
2: hours and 14-minute long movies. So. See, at least Lion Winter filled that two hours and 14 minutes. Shit happened. Yeah. It was more of a piece of itself. Yeah. Yeah. So so look forward to that next Guys, time. Guys, this is my first apology. <laughs> and that way I actually do come out and say sorry for wasting your time. Again, hopefully, maybe people listening to this like it more. Maybe – I feel bad for anyone who did like it, who listened this far into this yeah. episode. If you did like us, you know, feel free to hit us up on on, on Twitter or email if you want us, like... Yeah. If I, I on, never check the email. If you want to <laughs> mount a defense of Victor Victoria, I'd be curious to see who, uh, w- w- what the thoughts of anyone who likes us but also likes this movie would say, yeah. because that would be interesting. That would be an interesting conversation. Yeah. I don't think you could convince us that we, oh, no. we should like it, but... You no, or at least you know, I'd be curious to see like yeah. what the circumstances other people like this movie had. Because like I said, I know a lot of people like this. Is, this is a formative movie to a lot of pe- yeah. some people. No, I but can again, see it being a formative movie. But like, you make so much uh, so wise, much but... better version of this oh, yeah, this date. today with like a better director and everything like that. Yeah. Fucking even with the same cast with half of them being dead. <laughs> if you just had their up. skeletons out yeah. and fucking wheelbarrows it would be a better movie than, than it was in 1982. So anyway, yeah. so so tune into that next time. And until then, keep filling them holes of Pop Culture. Take care guys. Bye.